Hey, Glenn. Hey, Randy. Uh, you've been going to Northridge quite a while now, haven't you? Since the very beginning, yes. Since, since the beginning. That's what, A.D., B.C.? <laughs> yeah, a long time, yeah. Uh, uh, I've noticed here in the past couple of weeks or so that, you, uh, that your countenance has been down a little bit. You just you hadn't looked like your normal self. Uh, is there something going on that we can you know, help you with or something? I didn't know it showed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you it know, does. Um, Randy, we... Uh, I, I don't know if everybody's like this or not, but we come to church and we we put on our church face and and um, and we smile and we act like everything is okay and uh, and sometimes it's not and uh, uh, you know there's an old song, the Great Pretender, and that's what some of us are when we when we come to church. Um, I uh, matter of fact, just a moment ago, I was listening to David and and uh, he was talking about uh, I surrender all and he said not only uh, not only in our finances but in everything Amen. Um, and I find that it's um, it's a whole lot easier to uh, to surrender everything and not our finances <laughs> uh, you know Twyla and I are just like everybody else I mean we're you know we're I'm probably one of the oldest people in here, and we're on a fixed income. And well, Lloyd's next to you. Lloyd's sir. next to me, which I, I really, <laughs> Lloyd came in and it made me a, feel a whole lot better, actually. But, and, uh, but I, you know, we, uh, uh, and we're in, uh, you know, I just had back surgery about six weeks ago, and um, and there are a lot of expenses involved in that. And frankly, it just, it's just hard, it is. Randy. It is. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you know, like I said, I, I, I can tell, you know, we look at you and, you know, we, and like you said, you know, we come in here and we, are, we try to put on a face. We try to act like there's nothing going on. <laughs> but uh, the church, you know, we're, we're supposed to be helping each other. That's what the church is built for. It's yes, built, and, you know, and, and Scripture tells us that, uh, that we start with the household of faith, you know, and, and, yes. and those are the things that we need to attend to first. Sometimes we, we get so outwardly minded that we sometimes we neglect our family. You know, we start looking at things outside instead yes. of looking at things inside. So yes. I appreciate that. So, uh, uh, I, and I appreciate you sharing your struggles and what's going on with you and everything. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to pray with you, you know. But all, not only are we going to just do that, uh, we're going to put, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. We'll put our money where our mouth is, you know, <laughs> uh, in your particular situation. But in a lot of situations, you know, in here, it's not just financial. You know, it's going to be Absolutely. some spiritual things, emotional things, uh, family things for sure that we struggle with. And we, we don't want to burden anybody with stuff. We don't want to, you know, just bring our stuff and just start pouring it out, you know. But, uh, but if the body can't act like the body, you know, what good is it? You know, we need to be yeah. doing what Christ commanded us to do, and that's to, to help each other and, uh, and minister to each other. So in that, I appreciate you sharing your heart. I appreciate that and everything. And uh, we're going to... See what we can do about that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Randy. Woo! <laughs> Man, you guys uh, look excited. I'm just kidding. You don't. I'm just so. <laughs> Amen. Uh, wow, 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 wow. You know, in that little 
skit, if you will, that we just did, you know, they're, they're, even though it's a skit, there's a lot of truth in it. Uh, I know as well, you know, as anybody that uh, finances seem to be a big issue with most everybody. There are people who, who don't necessarily struggle with that, but it doesn't mean they don't struggle in something else, that there is something else that they, you know, have to deal with on a, on a daily basis. So, uh, but I appreciate Glenn participating in that with us and everything. But I, I want to, I don't know if you've noticed, there's some little white cards on the, on the seats in front of you, you know, just to, and they're just, they're just blank cards. And I want to encourage you to do this, uh, to take one of those cards, you know, and if, if, if there's something going on in your life, I mean, something that you're dealing with, I want you to write it on that card. You don't have to sign it. You don't have to do anything to it. But I want you to put it on there and just uh, fold it up. You don't, you don't have to show it to anybody, just, but it's for you. To, you know, what, what are you dealing with, you know? Because the thing is, is the body is supposed to function as a body. Amen? It's supposed to, you know, we're supposed to work together. You know, we're, we all have different parts. We have different places in the body. But uh, nonetheless, it's supposed to work together, you know? I mean, I mean, I could slap myself with this hand. It wouldn't be beneficial to me, but uh, and y'all would like to see that. But, uh, but the thing is, is, you know, the body has to work together. It has to do what it's supposed to do. And I'm, we're gonna, we've got a lot of scripture we want to read uh, Anybody in here, has anybody made lunch plans? Raise your hand if you made lunch plans. Well, you'll go ahead and just, you can go ahead and get your phones out and text and, and cancel those because we're going to go ahead and go through till about uh, 6 this evening. So, oh, Margie, don't leave. Uh, <laughs> anyway, also, man, uh, Mark's away so the mice shall play. Amen? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, again, get those this goes cards uh, filled out. I'm going to read some scripture to you. This going to uh, this is in Galatians. Margie, here's your lens cap for your camera. Uh, uh, and the scripture we're going to be looking at today is going to be a, a lot of things to, to do with the body and how it's to function, how we're supposed to to work together. And uh, you see, there's a lot of empty seats here. You know. I want to invite everybody to come over here and sit in this front row. I'm, I'm not kidding. Everybody come over here and sit in this front row. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Kim's going to move. She's going to move. She's on the front row. So <laughs> in Galatians chapter 6, uh, we see this where, where Paul's writing to the church in Galatia. It says this, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, uh, you who are spiritual should restore him in the spirit, in the spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the man, or the one who sows to his own flesh, will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary. And this is probably one of my favorite pieces of Scripture because if you've been in ministry for a long time or even a short time, sometimes you just kind of, is there any relief here? This says this, and if there is, and, and let, not, let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not 
give up. Amen? That's a good word. Uh, that is a good word. Okay, all right. All right. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are in the household of faith. Like we said, like Glenn, I was doing this little thing here. Uh, sometimes we, and, and this, this church is mission-oriented. In fact, this neighborhood has become the new mission field for Northridge Life. And it's an, it's an awesome thing. But I don't want us to get in this thing and start neglecting the household of faith. Because it, it, there, there's people in here, like, like, like Glenn said, that you, know, you can come in here and you can have your smiley face on and everybody will just look past you and everything and, and, and maybe not even notice there's anything going on in your life because you hide it so well. Uh, one thing Phoenix shared in prayer this morning, uh, she didn't say a whole lot during prayer. And she usually prays and, and, and has a lot of insight and a lot of things to share. But this morning in prayer, she didn't say anything. And I recognized that, that there was something going on, you know. And I didn't say anything. But thank God, the Holy Spirit told Kim to say something. So Kim responded and, and, and started to have a conversation with Phoenix. And Phoenix kind of shared what was going on with her. And in, in doing so, we were able to pray for her in that situation. But unless the Spirit shows you, and unless you share it with us, uh, we're not going to know what those things are. So if you've got something going on in your life, the body's here to help you. That's what we're here for. We're not here to just serve ourselves. We're here to serve you. Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. Amen? I we're to be like Him, so we're here to serve you. And what, however that may look, you know, if it's a financial situation, we'll do what we can to help you in that. If it's a spiritual situation, we'll do what we can to help you in that. Emotional, whatever it may be. That's what we're here for. You know, and if we don't do that, we're, we're broke. But we don't need to be broke. We need to be fully together. Amen? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, ah, I I lost it. I've got some envelopes here. And these envelopes are full of lots of money. I'm not kidding. They're actually full of lots of money. Right? Hillary filled these. Isn't that right, Hillary? Lots of money, right? I need to count these. She did put these in there. Uh, I know that they were kind of showing her allowance this week. I just want to just double check. But uh, <laughs> I was just, I was kidding, I think. But anyway, uh, this is seed money. And a lot, a lot of you, there's people in here that, that need money. You need, you need something. You need something to, to help you. You need something that, that somebody can hand you, something tangible they can give to you and say, here, take this and be blessed with this. Now, there, was there 20 envelopes here? Is that, is that right? Maybe? Okay. <laughs> okay, I would better count them. <laughs> Hold on, let me take my shoes off. Uh, uh, uh. I'm going to pass those things out here in a minute. And I'm just going to give them to random people. Just random. So don't feel offended if you don't get one. Because it's not your money. This is God's money. And it's for you to go sometime during this week. I don't care where it is. And it, it, I don't want to put any stipulations on it. We, we want to bless the world. We want to be a lot in the world. But you work with believers who are struggling. You work with people that you know that are Christ followers who are in a situation that they just need something. And this is not a lot. But it's enough to show that you care. 
You know, it may not change the world. It may not be able to pay their light bill or pay their rent or, or do anything. It may not be able to do anything but buy them lunch, but it's buying them lunch. Okay? So, we're going to, in fact, I may get, uh, yeah, Katie, because I put you on the spot this morning anyways. I'll let you do this so they won't hold me accountable. <laughs> if you'll randomly walk through here with your eyes closed and just pass them out. So, thank you. I love you. Uh, yeah, if you want to, that'd be great. Yeah, right now. That'd be cool. She's going right now? Awesome. <laughs> She's still going right now? <laughs> As you wish. Everybody familiar with Acts chapter 2, right? Everybody kind of familiar with Pentecost and what happened at Pentecost? And, you know, uh, when it was written, there's a lot of things. When, when Peter went out and preached, there's a lot of things in there that are probably left out. Because I'm assuming that he preached this great, huge first gospel message, man. Goes out there and he preaches this message, man. And it's so powerful, so powerful that 3,000 people give their life to the Lord that day because of the words he spoke, because he basically told them, you crucified Jesus. Your, your sin and who you are, you're the one who nailed him to the tree. And their response, and I, unfortunately I don't see that a lot in the response of, of us necessarily, but their response must have been huge. It must have been so quiet when he was preaching. It must have been so, I mean, you could have heard a pin drop because they all responded, what must we do? What, what do we do? You know, we've crucified our Lord. What do we do? And Peter's response is, repent, be baptized, you know. And, and then there's the birth of the church. The church is birthed that day, you know. What an awesome, awesome thing. When was the last time you got excited uh, about the gospel? When you got excited about sharing the gospel with somebody who doesn't know who Jesus is? We need to be excited about that. That's what we're built to do. The body of Christ is supposed to go out and infect the world with the gospel. Amen? Amen? Amen. At the end of Acts chapter 2, I'm not going to read the entire Acts to you. Uh, in fact, I, I didn't even tell you what the name of this message was. Is uh, I named this message, Start Acting Up. You know, we most help people to quit acting up. <laughs> I'm telling you to start acting up. Start acting up. Start being uh, what Christ intended for the church to be. Amen? Amen. I'm going to start in verse 38. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Sign me up. Amen. Holy Spirit, that sounds pretty good. I've been living in sin. I, I, I killed my Lord. Uh, and you're going to give me something for that? Sign me up. I mean, that, that, that's what I want. I want more of Him. Less of me, more of Him. I will be filled with His Spirit. So he says this, he says, And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all those who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. That's a great deal. And just so you know, if you're in this room and you're not a believer, guess what? He's calling you. Hey. What? What? He's calling you. Amen? He's not calling you Randy, I hope, but if he is. If your name's Randy, that's okay. If your name is Steve and he said, hey, Randy, he's probably not talking to you. 
because I don't think he messes up. Amen? Amen. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. Does that not fit today? Save yourself from this crooked generation. So those who received the word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Wow! That's a good day of preaching. I hope we get one today. Amen? Hope the Lord wins one today. Isn't that be awesome? He, He wins one today in this room. What a great day. Amen? And verse 42 starts with this. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers, which we've done already. And all came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And in the prayer service this morning, Deborah prayed that. That signs and wonders. Amen? Signs and wonders. You know, a, a good sign and a good wonder is the fact that you're here, you're upright, and you're in church with believers. Amen? That's a great sign. That's a great wonder, especially in today's day. Amen? And all who believed were together and had all things in common. Now, here a few years ago at Sin City, I preached a, a sermon on, on Acts Church on, on this, and I just had everybody bring their car keys and put them in the middle because they had all things in common. And there I saw a couple of Lexuses out there in the parking lot, a couple of Porsches. I was going, man, I'm going to have to find me a key, you know. <laughs> you know, they could have my old 89 Ford pickup. I didn't care, you know. So, so anyway, Doug had just bought him a brand new F-350 Dually pickup. And I mean, he's had his hands on his keys and he was holding on tight to them, man. <laughs> he go, man, I ain't letting these keys go. <laughs> so... In today's day, that's not necessarily what that means. What it means is the body functions as the body. And if Curtis has a need that I can reach out and I can fulfill that need, that God has blessed me in a way that I can, I can sow into him and bless him with whatever he needs, that's what I do. Amen? And the same goes for you. You know, if, there, if, there's something, if, you, if there's somebody here in need, you know, granted, they need to express that. You know, it, it's hard. The Holy Spirit can, can show some of us, you know, that, hey, listen, man, so-and-so over here is is hurting and this is what they need and he can give us a word for them and we can go encourage them and, and tell them that. But that doesn't happen often. It does happen, but it doesn't happen often. Most of the time we have to share. You know, when we become a family, family knows what family does. You know, what, stays in, what goes on in the family stays in the family maybe, or we hope sometimes. But we need to share those things with each other. Amen? I know there's people in here that have only been coming here for a short period of time. There's others been coming here like like Glenn for like uh, four thousand years, but then, there, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, we're all grafted into this thing. We're all part of this thing, you know. And I want be I want to be part of a body that reaches out to me when I have a need. And this body has reached out to me when I've had need. How awesome that is! I mean, it's awesome. Glenn has experienced that himself. Amen. You know, uh, and, and just just do a little shameless plug. A pause for a second. A commercial break. Okay. We went to Ragtown yesterday to see uh, the psalmist. <laughs> Phenomenal is an understatement of this play. So I want to encourage you to go support the ministry. It's a ministry. It's an outreach ministry to people that may not come and darken the door of a church, but they'll go to a place. In, in, in this 
place, you know, it's a, it's a theater to go in there and receive the gospel message because the gospel is preached every time they set their foot on that stage. The gospel is preached. It's awesome, awesome deal. And it's probably the best acting that uh, Glenn has ever done in this play because he's not in this play. But... Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. Um, and how all things are common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. What an awesome thing. If you've got an abundance of something, then you go, wow, man, so-and-so needs something. So you go and you share that with them. Amen? Yeah. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Day by day. What, a, what an awesome time period this must have been. The church was growing every single day. Amen? What? Anybody fill out your cards? You got them filled out? Okay, hang on to them. Hang on to them because uh, are you filling yours out now? Let me write on yours. I know what you need. Here. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, you know, back at, at Sin City, it's been about three years ago, uh, we, we started kind of doing a, a service. It was a more acoustic, a more natural setting. We didn't have the, the sound system on. We just kind of sat around, kind of like what we're doing there now. We just sat around in a circle, and we just played kumbaya, you know. That's what we did. You know, God came, and he, he, he just infiltrated our group, and he hung out with us, and we just had fellowship, and we were just, you know, praying together and, and, and having fellowship together, breaking bread together. We set out food on the table, and we just, you know, just ate together. It was an awesome, awesome time. This one particular service... Uh, the Lord kind of led me to this about uh, sharing your heart with somebody. And granted, we had some strangers there. But anyway, to make a long story longer, what we did, uh, <laughs> I asked them if you had a need. And, and instead of writing on the card what their need was, they just verbally talked what they needed. And there's one particular, there were several things that happened that night, as, you know, in prayer and a lot of different things happened. But this one particular thing was so cool is a person said that the refrigerator had gone out. Remember this, Doug? The refrigerator had gone out. And, uh, and it was just like within that quick, one of the other people says, man, I've got a refrigerator. It's it just, I mean, just immediately. And God orchestrated that to show that's what we do as a body. That's how we function as a body. We, you know, if you've got an abundance and somebody has lack, Man, what are you going to do with your abundance? You know, just you, you, you sow it back into the kingdom, amen? And I talked to her the other day. She still has that refrigerator, amen? How cool is that? I mean, that's awesome. It, 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 God supplies those things that we have need of. So, uh, boy, this is getting fun for me. 1 John chapter 3, starting in verse 11, says this. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who was evil, evil, was the evil one of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. 
Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. And I believe that in, in, a, in a little nutshell there, that is that you pour your life into him. Amen? Yes, it can be physically lay, lay down, laying your life down for someone, but I think laying down your life is putting them before you. Amen? That you, you, you prefer your brother over yourself. So whatever your brother is in need of or in lack of, that you're there to help out. Amen? But, verse 17, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? That's a tough one, man. If someone in here has a, has a need, and there are obviously some people who have filled out these cards, so there are needs in this room. If someone has a need, and one of us in this room or a group of us in this room do not help in that need, how can God's love abide in us? If we see a brother in need or in want or in hurt or suffering, and we do not attend to that. We laugh when they laugh. We cry when they cry. We hurt when they hurt. We're a family. Amen? All right. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Wow. Let our actions show. And I think uh, David uh, addressed that. And, 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 you know, let our actions show that we love. It's, a, it's an action word. Amen? You know, you, we, we, we love. We, we, we love. We don't just love. It's involvement. Amen? James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things that they needed for the body, what good is that? Wow. That's why there's a whole lot of outreach ministries in Lubbock. There's a bunch of them. And they give away clothes and they give away food. and you know, Those, those are great things and it's good that there's ministries like that. But there's people in this room that will not go to those places because they have a body that's supposed to help them in the body. Amen? I mean, if I look poorly dressed, buy me some drawers, okay? I mean, give me some pants. Give me a shirt. Give me some new boots. Luke Casey's. Those are good boots. <laughs> Spend four or $5,000 on a pair of boots. I don't care. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Thank you. If, Glenn, I, I forgot to mention this to you. But if there's like any lull in this message, if it's like, I mean, feel free to interject something in there. I, I, I'm serious. I mean, uh, kind of like I do in your plays. <laughs> Ouch. I can't believe it came out. I mean, I've been thinking that for years. I can't believe it actually came out. But no. <laughs> so also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works. And I'll show you my faith, show you my faith by my works. It's not to be 
bragging about it or you know trying to put it in somebody's face but we do have to show because if if the church isn't taking care of itself why would they want to be a part of it what's going to draw them in if they don't if they see a body that's dysfunctional and not helping each other you know i've got a friend of mine uh, actually had several friends that were in outlaw biker clubs that uh the, the, the biker mentality mentality in, in, in a in like uh, the banditos or any, any group like that, do you know that they take care of their own? Do you know that if, if, there, if, if someone, like if, if one of them dies, they take care of the family? That's what they do. Now, the, the, these are people that are apart from God, but yet have the kingdom of God figured out. You know? And the church is just the opposite. We... We, we sell out our own sometimes, you know, for our own benefit, for our own selfish benefit, so we don't have to, don't have to do anything, you know? That's a sad thing when an, an outlaw group can take care of it, it, its people and a group that calls itself followers of Jesus Christ, the family of God, doesn't. I'm not saying that we do here, but generally speaking, it happens. I've known, I've known of people who are in church bodies who got caught up in, in a particular sin, and instead of the church coming behind them and encouraging them and pulling them back to, to themselves, they shun them and push them away and call the authorities. Oh, yeah. oh, no, I, you know, there's something wrong there. You know, The body is supposed to help the body. Anybody in here, okay, this, this is going to be tough. Some of you are, are, are like this. How many people in here uh, have never committed sin? Raise your hand. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Marge, he's the only one in here who can raise her hand. <laughs> of course, Jimbo was one lifting her hand. But, the <laughs> but uh, we all, there's no sin. There's not. You know, I've had my share. I've had your share. <laughs> you know, uh, I've, I've, I've done a lot of things, a lot of bad things in my life and uh, have been called on them. And I say this quite often, you know, I have sowed a lot of seed in my life. And I've been praying for crop failure. <laughs> so, <laughs> because there's a lot of things I'm going, man, I hope that don't spring up, you know. I hope that don't come up, you know. So, you believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was counted him, accounted to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Man, wouldn't you like to be called that? The friend of God. Well, you are. I'll break the good news to you. You see that a person is justified by works and not faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? Whereas the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. I did not write this. I wished I had, but I did not write this, so don't shoot the messenger. So, you have needs on your cards. If you, if you filled out a card, I want you to raise it up just for a second so I can kind of identify you. Phoenix, David, Tracy. 
Wow, that's awesome. Because <laughs> I want to call you on it. So it's a good day. Uh, Tony, did you fill out one? You're married to me and you didn't fill out one? <laughs> she, she goes, one car's not enough, Randy. I mean, so. Yeah. Uh, I have one last envelope here. And this is a kind of a special envelope. Better check it, see if Hillary did it right. But, but, uh, but no, it, it's a special envelope. This has a little more money in it. And this little more money is for somebody in this room. Years ago, uh, when we had Biker Church, I preached a message, and, and Tanya and I were broke. I mean, we, were, we didn't have anything, really. I mean, we had stuff, but we were, we were struggling like a lot of people do financially. But the Lord instructed me one day to, uh, for one service, take a $100 bill. And I, we needed that $100 bill. Bad! And the Lord says, to take it to church tonight, put it on the altar, and make a call out, let people know that it was there, and let it go. That took a lot of faith on my part because I'm going, man, we really need this. We, we really did at the time. And so being obedient, I... Got up there, preached the message, took out the $100 bill, laid it on the altar, and I said, listen, this, is, this $100 bill is, is the Lord's money, and he wants to give it to somebody in this room. And we had a lot of people in there that needed a lot. If you've ever been around bikers or people of that caliber, believe me, uh, money is, is, is a necessity. So I laid it on the altar, and uh, going through the altar call and visiting with some people and stuff and praying, and, and somebody comes to me and goes, Randy, uh, so-and-so over here really needs that money. And I said, well, bring her over here. So she comes over, and I'm talking to her, and she's just bawling. I mean, she had lost everything. Didn't have anything, you know. And, and uh, her, and, and she had one kid, and so, there were, you know, she needed it desperately. And she looked at me and everything. I said, well, go get it. She goes, you know, she was real kind of embarrassed to go up there to the altar and get it. I said, go get that money. It's still there. Go get it. Because I left the, just left it there. Anybody could have went up there and picked it up. So after a few minutes, you know, she went up there, and before she got up there, the, hunt, the dollar bill was laying up here. She got down on the floor right here and was just bawling before the Lord. Left, didn't touch the money yet, but just laid down there on her face and cried out to God. And then she got the money, you know. Again, Tanya and I were not doing very well at the time financially, you know. Church is over. I'm walking outside. Lloyd Castle comes up to me, hands me a $100 bill, and he goes, man... He goes, Lord told me to give this to you at the first of service before you did anything like that. He says, and, I, and he held back until after that to give me that $100 bill. And within that week, we had $600 come in. That's God. Now, I'm not saying you don't pay to get paid back. That's not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying how God worked in this one instance with, from being obedient. Just being obedient. Just like those envelopes there. Each one of those envelopes has, has a $20 bill in it, okay? And that $20 bill is to go to somebody that you know, somebody that's in your circle of friends that you think may need that for whatever circumstance, whatever need they may have, you sow that into their life. I'm not going to say that God's going to bring back $200 and put it in your pocket. That's not the deal. But he will bless you. He will pour out on you because you're going to seek out that person 
You know, God's going to direct you to that person for you to go to and sow into their life. Amen? And you're not just sowing a $20 bill in an envelope in somebody's life. You're sowing yourself, yourself into their life. You're becoming involved in their life because they will not ever, ever, ever forget it. It will be an eternal thing that you're going to sow into. It's eternal. Amen? So, I've got this $100 envelope wherever I did with it. <laughs> Hillary! Oh, no. <laughs> Man, she's sneaky. Sneaky! So, here's the deal. And, I, and this is... It, do the same thing I did at Biker Church 13 years ago. I'm going to put it up here. And if you need it, if you need it, now granted, we talk about preferring your brother, you know, but if you desperately need this, and this, this will change a circumstance in your life, I want you to come get it. The Lord wants you to come get it. Amen? So we're going to do that. And I'm going to ask the elders to come up here because we're going to wind this thing down after we just got all wound up. So uh, if the elders would come up and just be on either side here. Uh, and I think I really want to ask Deborah to come up here to pray too. Uh, she's really... For you ladies, if, if you've never been prayed for by by Deborah, <laughs> it's going to hurt, but you're going to feel good. <laughs> Leroy goes, I hurt all the time. <laughs> so this is especially for you guys who filled out the card. I want you to bring your card up. Share with one of these guys. This should be between y'all. And if they deem it necessary that other people need to know what's going on in your life for your benefit, not, not for gossip, not to let anybody else know just for the sake of knowing, but for your benefit that we can help you out as a body. That's what we want to do. Whether it's financial, physical, whatever it may be, these guys are prepared. Amen. Can you hear me? Is this thing still on? Because we do not want you to miss out on what God is wanting to do in your life right now. You've already written it down. What's a few steps up here to come share that burden or that, that need with one of these guys and let them pray over you, let them help direct you in whatever area you need to go, direction you need to go with this. And however the church can help. I like you. Randy, don't do that. Okay. However the church can help, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going. You hear me? We're going to do. I'm not, this is not, just like the scripture says, these are not just words to make somebody feel good or make me feel good. Or We're going to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. We're going to step up to the plate and be the body of Christ to you. Amen? And you, in turn... Become the body of Christ for somebody else. Amen? This week. And, and if you sow that, those funds into somebody this week and, and you want to share that next week with, with one of these guys or myself, man, uh, feel free to do so. See, see what happens. Amen? See what happens. Sow good seed. Amen? And you'll get a good harvest. Sow it in love. Amen? And you'll reap back love. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good week. Amen? Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, if you filled out one of those cards, or if you didn't and you want somebody to pray with you, 
Come up here and let these guys pray with you. Again, I told you we were going to be here till 6 anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to go, James? <laughs> Lord God, thank you so much for your word that does not return void. Thank you so much, Lord, that you are faithful and generous and you love us immeasurably. We thank you for your son who unselfishly gave himself so we could be standing here and sitting here today worshiping you. What an awesome thing. Help us not to take you for granted. Help us not to take our brother or sister for granted. Help us not to just walk past them when we know that there's something going on. Help us to be sensitive to your spirit. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would, as the word was said earlier, that you would convict us and direct us and show us where to go, Father. And as we sow the seed this week, dear Father, I pray that you would uh, show us and direct us to that person that, that, that needs it, that you want to sow into for that hour. Lord, help us to be sensitive to you. Lord, I know we have plans, we have obligations, we have things that we have to do, dear Father, but I would pray that we would step back, that we would step back, dear Father, and just follow you. Help us to quit leading you where we want to go and help us to follow us, follow you where you want us to go. Father, we bless you today. We bless you when we leave this place that you be exalted above all things. I pray that the conversations around the lunch table today are about you. I pray that the conversations throughout this day are about you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for indwelling us, for hanging out with us, for, in, for in, being in us. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, and all of God's people said, Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Come up here. They're going to be playing. I'm locking the doors.